Hi, everybody. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that fourth hour. That new fourth hour is starting March the 2nd, and I really want you to be a part of it. This is the first time a radio show has ever done this, a live radio show, where you get to become part of the the background of that show. You get to um, give me information. You get to give me research. You get to have a voice in what happens. And um, I'm excited about this. In fact, I'm only taking a very selective, small group of people. We're going to join together off the air. And this is going to be every Thursday night from 8 to 9.30 at night. And people, other people that do this, something like this, they only do it like once a month. We're going to do it every week. And it'll be recorded if you can't make it that week. Uh, You can either sit in and just observe or listen or be part of the conversation. And so I'll have special guests come on just for you. And you'll get access to me through a special phone number where you'll be able to text me during the show and message me. And I can ask questions to guests and things like that, um, which will just make access so much easier. You'll have access that no one else has. And those things forward to my cell phone. So please go to the fourth hour tab on katedallyradio.com at the top and click and there's more information there. And I'm excited. Got to get your spot because it's filling up and I'm only taking a select uh, group. We got to keep it small. So please go get your spot and uh, get ready because March 2nd we start. All right. Here at the Kate Daly Show, we're considering a life of organized crime. Should we go with government or private sector? The show starts now. Um, not today. <laughs> More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, we're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> What's your response to reports of Americans? You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate stage, but in case you didn't know, hard hats are actually unisex. Everybody's laughing. I asked for the yeas and nays. Is there a sufficient second? Your crack is whack. What do you call her? I call her Hormala, but that's, it's the only name that comes to mind when you sleep your way to the top and you're a total moron. Um, the, and that was Whitney Houston at the end, crack is whack. Yeah. <laughs> so, the thing is, you, is I believe that they all really know what crack is all about. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just listening to Kamala. Here we go. For the yeas and nays. Is, is, <laughs> Is there a sufficient second? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, that's your fake vice president talking. That's pleasant. How are you today? Pissed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, All righty, then. Let's I, go right since there. Since early this morning. Okay. I, right. I mean, almost okay. when I woke up. Yeah, let's hear it. The first thing I read mm-hmm. Is that SUU, uh-huh. Southern Utah University, yeah. is developing a policy of free tuition for Native Americans. Oh. And the first thought in my mind was, how dare them put the Native Americans before the blacks? <laughs> That's <laughs> who, what you were thinking? Who, yeah. Who made that decision? <laughs> 
Shouldn't we make sure um, all the blacks get their free yeah, tuition first? There, there is a there is a crusade right now from this fraudulent administration for the Native American to get everything, have everything. It's all about. It, it's really weird the 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 fixing on the the fixation on this group. Why? Well, they need their votes. Mm. That's mm. really not the that bo- many, though. I mean, no, really? there isn't. Is but it? when you add up all the minorities yeah. that but are given now? free stuff. Why now, though? It seems to have an uptick. It seems to be something, you know, and of course, as SUU becomes so woke, just as woke as uh, Dixie State, um, you, you see the trending, right? And and they have to follow stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, are they ever separate? Are these colleges do they ever not run from the conglomeration of the state? Can they ever step out and make a decision on their own? Or are they just good little soldiers? Like They're they good to- little soldiers. Okay. And it doesn't affect them. Mm-hmm. Because for every tuition they waive for a Native American, right. they're going to increase right. the tuition for a white person to cover it. Ah, so okay. it doesn't cost them a darn thing no. to do these things. No. It, it it's costs just them if nothing. you're white, you can pay. Yeah, you you have to pay. Yeah, you're the middle class. You're paying, you know, and you're the lower class too. By the way, just and the upper, you're all three. Seventy three percent of Americans of all races, mm-hmm. all races, consider themselves middle class. There you go. There you go. Let's take a caller. Oh, sorry. Hey, hang up. Um, I yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Wow. Every time I have to listen to Hormala, I get a stomach ache. I really do. Uh, I didn't even want to open with her because she's so grotesque and just an idiot. You've never. I mean, this is why even her own club distances themselves from her. When was the last time you saw a shining expose on the first woman president, vice president? You haven't because they're so. They, they think she's a moron, but Obama's people were her people, and they inserted her in that spot. Just like we were told by Trevor Loudon when he came to the show a year before the 2020 election and said, Kamala will get her spot in that administration. She will. And I thought he was crazy at the time, because she was so unliked. She was so miserable, right? Um. But there you go. She gave another yeah. speech today. I don't have the clip. She gave another speech today where she did a total laugh fest in front of everybody. Yeah. And everyone was mocking her again. <laughs> so just put her back in the closet like you do with Biden. And, um, you know, just roll them out, I guess, when you have to hear from them. I, nobody's clamoring. to. Have you, have you thought about this? No one's clamoring to bring young little Sally, little black Sally, um, to meet the vice president woman. Right? Nobody. Nope. Nobody nope. cares. No. And they thought they would ride that into the sunset. I know they did. They thought that this would be just the moment they were looking for, for all women. No, because she's such an embarrassment. Oh. Oh, She's so gross. Anyway. Anyway. So you want to hear the other one? Whorebag from hell. Yeah. Cedar City. Now, I realize I don't live in Cedar City, and I really don't have any right to speak on this. Mm -hmm. But the Cedar City Police Department... Has, uses uh, cameras, body cameras, right. etc. So, 10 to 15 years ago, they bought a set from a company, and it failed. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, they bought another set, 
and it's failed already. Cameras. Mm-hmm. Cameras. Mm-hmm. And the chief of police said everything seemed to be working well until it didn't. <laughs> That so, was observant. Thank so you. So the city council of Cedar City uh-huh. has just approved a new camera system mm-hmm. that was awarded the to the lowest bidder. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how long is this one going to last? Five hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Well, for government's another... not really good at picking things to buy or being in business. There's like things that government is just not good at. I'm not a video expert. I want to make that clear. Uh-huh. But it seems uh-huh. to me why are they buying cameras? that for less than five hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars, they could find a way to repair the other system. Maybe that's that could be true. But somebody's uncle has the camera well, shop, and you have to you got to indulge somebody's uncle or cousin. Yeah, I was going to try to avoid corruption. <laughs> <laughs> and just leave it to the cameras. <laughs> oh gosh! I, 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 why, why do, why do we keep putting up with I this? I don't know. I'm sure there's some Fed strings we could get. Just getting some more equipment. Yeah, maybe we can get some money I mean, from the state of Virginia. I haven't met a city council that doesn't love the Feds, right? Or Fed strings, right? I mean, mm. I haven't met, I haven't met one. No. Okay. Well, there's war equipment you can have for cheap. It just has some strings attached. You just have to know where to get the free money. <laughs> Unbelievable. So that's that's how I woke up this morning. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, and no wonder you I've been in a great mood ever since. Yeah. Got a death threat over another issue, which we'll probably talk about later. No, let's do. Let's okay. do. We'll bring it up again too on the national. All right. So this woman. <laughs> who was testifying before Congress today uh-huh. about fentanyl uh-huh. coming across the border and how it's killing 100,000 people okay. in a year. Why was she testifying? Her, she lost two sons mm-hmm. to fentanyl. Well, that's what a are lot the of odds? sons to fentanyl. Wow. What, what, Sad. But... but she said at one point her children weren't drug abusers. Oh. But then at another point it came out that they got the fentanyl because they were buying oxycodone. <laughs> hmm. Wait a minute. So her sons were drug abusers. Apparently. So who who's at fault here? Is it the fentanyl that's killing people or is it the people? That are making bad choices and killing themselves. And putting themselves at risk, yes. knowing, because everybody knows now. It's kind of like the gay, the, the, the homosexual agenda. Everybody's, you don't need more awareness. Right. We have awareness. Awareness okay, is Awareness there. is done. It's complete. So, they are putting themselves at risk. Yes. So, was she making, she was making fentanyl the bad the, guy. It's Instead of fault. the kids that put themselves in harm's way. So I okay. I wrote the drug abused kids. Uh huh. I wrote a little thing that said basically, we can keep whining and crying about fentanyl all you want. It's not going to solve the problem. The only thing that's going to solve the problem is finding out why these people turn to drugs. Yeah. And figure out how to stop that. And since there's only about 100,000 a year dying, it shouldn't cost billions of dollars. Right. You're right. I mean, you're right. But that is, when I saw that headline, that's the first thing I thought of, I have to say, was they, the people doing this, like her, 
Mm-hmm. She wants legislation to come out federally and harm liberty for the cause of fentanyl, right? That, that's really the goal, isn't that? The, the, and she believes, probably believes, that it would have saved her boys right. from wanting to buy oxycodone. <laughs> so her argument then was they couldn't buy the real stuff, they bought the fentanyl, and they should be allowed to buy the real stuff? Well, they thought they were buying I mean, the oxycodone, oxycodone. That's what I mean. The real yeah. Stuff. Okay. They thought that's what they were buying. So and they got counterfeit pills. So and she, they probably weren't aware they got so counterfeit pills. Had they just. What about if they would have OD'd on oxycodone? Well, then that wouldn't have been as bad, see. Then you wouldn't be going to... No, you couldn't blame fentanyl then. Well, you couldn't... What would you go to Congress for? My son was abusing drugs and got into more drugs and... But because it's fentanyl, we can ignore that part. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to understand what her motive is. Well, that's that's it. It's the fentanyl's fault. Not the drug abuse, not the oxycodone. Because people die from drug overdoses just going after their regular drugs all the time. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, oh. For, for, for decades, the average number of deaths from drug overdoses of all kinds has been 50,000 a year. Ah. It's only increased recently to 100,000. Because of the fentanyl. That's what they claim. I think it's because more young people are depressed, hopeless, and despondent and turning to drugs. Well, there you go. There you go. But you know that this administration welcomes somebody to come and express this sort of dialogue to get some sort of federal legislation in. Absolutely. I'm sure Chris Stewart, our congressman, will jump all over. To take our freedom. After he did the uh, suicide number. Is that working, by the way? The suicide number? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I the let you know. Be people that want to commit suicide. I'm not quite sure they're really interested in the phone number to call. But anyway, um, maybe he'll be so interested he'll jump on federal legislation. It's kind yeah. of up his alley. He likes anything that takes away liberty. And mm-hmm. okay, be right back. Hey, Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I want to break free. I want to break free. I want to break free from your lies. Yeah, so self-satisfied. I don't need you. I've got to break free. Hi there. Welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. So glad, to, so glad to have you listening in. And, of course, ABC Auto. Uh, that's a little queen for you, by the way. I want to break free. And um, ABC Auto, the only place to do your auto body. Please, by all means, make sure that your auto body is done there. Um, they are so good at what they do. Decades of experience. They'll take care of all of the work for you. All of the work with the insurance company. They just take care of everything, and you go about your life. And uh, they'll get your car back to you fast and safe and perfect looking. What can I say? ABC Auto. They're so good. I'm thinking about getting in another accident. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that ringing endorsement. Uh, Anyway, uh, make sure that you go to them, give them your business. Um, Southwest Vision for uh, eyeglasses, sunglasses, all of it. Uh, Neuro lenses. Just great. There's so many great things that we have at our disposal. Um, 
And they're a fantastic company. They'll actually, when you go in, they'll treat you like family, take their time with you. They don't rush you. And they have every piece of equipment you could ever want a million years uh, to do the job. I mean, it's so great what they do. But uh, tell them we sent you Southwest Vision, just a fantastic company. Um, all right. Uh, should we take a caller? Why not? Sure. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hello, Kate. Hi. Uh, hi, this is uh, Joseph Hessam. Okay, you're live. Um, Go right ahead. I was uh, kicked out of the Virgin River Casino because on a Starbucks voucher, I wrote Trump 2020. Really? And they said I used racial slurs. <laughs> you're kidding. No, you're yeah. not kidding. Hmm. No, I, I spoke with the owner, Anthony, uh -huh. the owner of the casino, Anthony Cody. His phone number is seven. Okay. All right. Listen, thanks. I really appreciate the call. Look, um, I'm not here to get into little beefs or squabbles, but yes, that's a racist slur would be kind of strange. Um, I don't know why somebody would choose to do that. It's not in our state. It's probably in Nevada. I am guessing. Anyway, well, there's, but it's ridiculous. There's just a lot of people out there who mm -hmm. are completely irrational and illogical. Yeah. And so the, you know, owners of the uh, Virgin River, you might want to explain yeah. yourselves out there no, because they don't ridiculous. care. Anyway, um, the fentanyl thing, if you want to call up about that, you know, I guess I guess a lot of people are going to be parroting the oh, fentanyl. Mm -hmm. I, we, I guess we look at it a little different. I, I see it being used and you were kind of likening it to something on the break. Well, it's it's no you know? different kind of than the old smoking campaign right. from 40, 45 years ago. <laughs> the government decided that smoking was bad for us. And, they, and we just got constantly beaten up with the no smoking thing. Yeah. And look, smoking is not good for you. Yeah. But it's still your choice. Yep. It's not government's position to make you or yep. force you or or badger you into doing what they think is best. Yeah, and by now everybody should know that they tainted the cigarette yes. in the industry, um, adding sugar, which was a carcinogenic, and adding an ingredient that actually made it addictive because it wasn't nicotine that made it addictive. And people should know that. They should do their homework. Why do we have to always act like people are... They don't have any responsibility. And, and again, ignorance is is always a condition of the problem because tobacco use was around for Centuries. thousands of years. <laughs> yep. And people weren't dropping dead. No, it because wasn't. Of it. it wasn't addictive, and it wasn't. Uh, just look at the Native American community. You know. You didn't see the, the, the lung cancer happening until we messed with it. Right. The thing with fentanyl is, is it being used to take liberty? Is that why it's in the headlines all the time? And that's the question people should be asking, I think, if we, if we want to really under, uncover what's going on here. And I really do think that all roads usually end at the loss of liberty. Right. It's just an emotional ploy is what it is. And, and same with her speech. The, the gal that went up there, two sons die of fentanyl and... She's blaming fentanyl instead of the sons and what they were doing. I mean, you know, I, you know, I my sons wanted to buy illegal drugs, but not that kind of illegal yeah. drugs. So, I, I mean, is that the argument? I guess. I okay. I I, I, I kind of thought. Am yeah. I being mean? I'm being mean. No, children should have the right to be able to buy safe drugs. <laughs> Come on. Safe illegal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean. Well, I mean, you know. It, 
that's basically the argument. It is. The drugs my kid were buying turned out to not be safe. We need yeah. to do something about it. Right. No, it's such, yeah. I'm with you on this. Um, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. I'm trying to get there. Patience, people, patience. Uh, anyway, I got a death threat over you that You got one. a death threat? Yeah, but from somebody who values life so much <laughs> that they're, <laughs> they're afraid of fentanyl. Oh, gosh. And they can't see just no. the... Okay. No. No. The, the, the hypocrite, weird nature of the speech given? Nope. Because the media is going to pounce on all of that and talk about it endlessly. Because something needs to be done. Everybody shakes their fist and goes, something needs to be done at the loss of your liberty. They never finish out with that sentence, but that's what it means when they say something needs to be done. And it's these kind of issues that point out the problem with media. Because even Fox News, which everybody thinks Mm -hmm. is conservative, jumps right on the fentanyl bandwagon. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, good afternoon. Several hey. points on this. First of all, how do we know they're telling us the truth about the uh-huh. injuries from fentanyl? Uh, yeah. You know, we keep trusting these little people are lying to us. Uh, more importantly, uh, I think this is red herring, the fentanyl. Yep. Uh, they they want to take the focus off of the main harm from having open borders, uh, the altering mm-hmm. uh, us into a socialist, uh, one world communist government. Uh, but uh, the important things here are, first of all, we always have to ask, is it constitutional is legal? The problem is because we keep sending Democrats and Republicans that are constantly violating the law. They're acting right. outside the law. There is no authority in the federal government <laughs> to be regulating yep. anything. Yes. So uh, cigarettes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, pot, uh, any drugs. Right. And when you uh, take the legality out of it, you have two things that one benefit. One, you lose the profit. Some of these drugs, there's like a 99 percent of the profit would be gone if they were legal. That would uh, send all these uh, cartels out of business like mm-hmm. they did yep. when prohibition ended. Also, you have safer drugs uh, because there's uh-huh. competition. People buy the, uh, what's safe you, in, in a free market. But uh, the uh, authors, excuse me, the unconstitutionality of it uh, should be first and foremost on all of these federal issues. Is it constitutional? There's not a soul on earth can show me where it's constitutional. And one point you said that's very good, uh, Uncle Milty, uh, that backs up what you said. Uh, when the so-called uh, communism fell in uh, Eastern Europe and uh, Soviet Union, which it did, you know, the same communist state in power in Russia, uh, they found a huge uh, alcohol uh, problem, both mm-hmm. in Eastern communist countries and in Russia. And they tied it to hopelessness and uh, depression because the people couldn't be free. They couldn't be themselves. And uh, so that's this, this comes and we're moving into that kind of a, a nation here in America. So I, I think uh, that is probably part of the problem. But first and foremost, stop sending these unconstitutional outlaws to Washington. Amen. Thanks. Really appreciate the call. Thank you. You know, there's another aspect to that. Mm-hmm. If you go back into history, marijuana wasn't criminalized until 1923. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, people smoked marijuana. <laughs> yep. And it was not it a is. huge issue until it became illegal. Well, it was the it was one of the um, CBD actually was the drug of, of choice for many ailments. And until pharma came along, then pharma in the low 1900s demonized it because they wanted pharma. They didn't want to have to compete with it. They wanted pharma. So, so in 1906, 
the Pure Food and Drug Act required that certain drugs, alcohol, cocaine, heroin, morphine, cannabis, be accurately labeled with contents and dosage. They didn't criminalize it then. Mm -hmm. They just said, you need to label it so people know what they're getting. Mm -hmm. If they'd have just stopped there, it probably wouldn't be the problem it is today. Yeah. Can't disagree. 888-673-1450. Yes, we have a different take on fentanyl. Everybody else is jumping on the, oh my gosh, fentanyl bandwagon. I don't know what the world's going to do without those 100,000 people that were addicted to drugs. Well, you know, and it's so sad. For but the family. Yeah. For the I, family. But but to use it as a gateway, a Trojan no. horse, to do something else, and like you said, taking off uh, taking off the actual problem at the border, um, there's so much going on. I have a clip to play when we come back about, uh, well, maybe I'll play it in that national show, because honestly, it's about national elections, really. Um, how they're doing it. And it involves the border and election fraud and real estate. And that's what, that's what's so, and Wells Fargo, I shouldn't say that. Fells Wargo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Same thing. And uh, yeah, we have a big old, a big old problem that we need to address. And that is the Trojan horse. Um, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to point out that uh, tobacco uh, wasn't a problem when doctors were on TV advertising <laughs> that cigarettes were healthy and certain cigarettes were good for asthma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was uh, their favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Then, were you old enough, Milty, that they were putting the lucky strikes in your cigarettes, or were absolutely notice how he didn't actually? Ask me. It wasn't. We got all. We got Marlboros and Winstons. Oh and gosh. It wasn't just lucky strikes. The Marlboro man. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. They, they, I got in just as they were, they were stopping that. Hmm. You know, we were weaker than your generation because <laughs> my drill sergeant said we were sissies because they had to hit us <laughs> open-handed when they could punch you with a closed that, fist. And I got punched a few times, too. Yeah. What cigarette yeah, company yeah. did... Uh, I did... was a sissy. They, they backhanded me. <laughs> what, what about John Wayne? Because he was a spokesman. For several, or, or one big company, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And then they tried to yeah, blame John get, Wayne's death on smoking. There. Oh, they tried to blame his death on it? And smoking. And it, it was actually, he was... It was actually from the nuclear fallout. Yes, he was actually <laughs> filming his last film um, around our parts here, yeah. and uh, and a lot of the staff um, had cancer, too, yeah. from their little visit here, right right after that nuclear well, I fallout. I wouldn't say that sucking smoke into your lungs would necessarily be a good thing. No. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you that they shoved all that stuff into it that makes it bad. Yeah. But common sense would say that if you're sitting by a campfire and the smoke's blowing in your face, you want to go sit up wind. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. No, I love your call. Thanks yep. so much for that. I really appreciate that. They did add those things. They added them here and they added them in Europe. Not in China and Russia, but here in Europe. It's, it's one thing to give people the knowledge to make an informed decision. It's another thing to make the decision for them. Amen. Amen. That's all we're saying. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about too when we come back make sure you get on to the fourth hour you only have a couple of days left to do that and I'd love to see you in there um, 
the fourth hour is going to be really neat. We start this Thursday. Uh, it's live and it's uh, off the air. We can say a lot off the air. I have special guests coming and just for you, you also get an access number. You can actually make comments during the live show every day, and I might reference you during the live show with those comments. Yeah. If we're off the air, Texting does wise. that mean I can cuss? <laughs> <laughs> He's really dying to. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Good. Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, to help the show, but also to get your buy one, get one free pillow with the new patented technology. And guess what? You can get through a whole night. You won't be sweating through the night. In fact, it keeps your neck and head really cool, and you're going to love the new patented technology on this 2.0 pillow. Get one. You're going to love it. I'm serious. Thanks. Hi, everybody. This is Kate. Hey, go to preparewithkate.com. Right now, you can get some food storage in your home, and you can get such a savings on it. You can get a three-month supply with $150 off, or you can get a four-day supply uh, for $297. There's some great deals right now, and the best part is you can actually pay over time, but get it in your house right now. So I'm, I'm really letting you guys know, preparewithkate.com. It puts you right into Patriot Supply. They're a fantastic company with fantastic products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks guys. Hey guys, Kate here. Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you realize the Pure Body Spray, the Zeolite Spray, there's an ad for that on the bottom of my homepage. You guys might want to grab that. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of really great results from it. This is the one my daughters turned me on to and they give it to their kids. But also for older people as well, um, because of the metals in our body, the things that are uh, so toxic, they think this is what's causing all the Alzheimer's and dementia to happen. And so if that's the case, this Pure Body Spray, all you do do a spray it in your mouth, tastes like water, you don't even taste anything, and a couple times a day, and it adheres to the metals and the toxins in your body and takes them out. And so this is an important spray with everything going on, all of the things showering down on our heads and everything else. This is something that you're going to want in your arsenal. So I highly, highly recommend this uh, Pure Body Zeolite spray, okay? Uh, Make sure and go to the link on the bottom of my homepage. You'll feel better, less brain fog, all kinds of different things that you'll see from getting those toxins out of your body, your liver, everything else. Zeolite spray is amazing, and this is the purest form on the market. So make sure and get it, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. There's a story in our town of the prettiest girl around. Golden hair and eyes of blue. How those eyes could flash at you. Boys hung around her by the school, but she loved the boy next door who worked at the candy. 
they'd be talking about today if they wrote it today. I miss these days. Mm -hmm. Everything sung about in that song was good. Well, it it kind of made you think about family. Yeah. Home Like when girls were girls and boys were boys and they all stood around wanting to talk to her and teenage queen meant actual beauty queen, not the queen we have today. And I just miss those days. They weren't confusing. It, it, it was just normal. It was nice. You know, today, you're, you know, your son comes home and he says, you know, I was thinking about proposing to Susie. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, she asked me to call her Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what should I do, Dad? <laughs> or they. Oh, goodness. I mean, I miss these days. Johnny, Ca- Johnny Cash had it nailed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sad but true. Um, you know... Uh, Tennessee, there was an article in The Guardian, and they were saying how Tennessee was going to go back to the dark ages. The dark ages when drag shows um, (laughs) were back in the closet and you couldn't have drag shows because it was illegal in the dark ages. Anyways, um, so they want to be the ones that lead out in this and i'm so glad i'm so proud of them utah will never sign up to be this but um i'm 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 proud of tennessee for saying no um for saying that that is just not going to work in our state and you can go to another state if you want to see it if you're so damned and determined to see women run around or men <laughs> dressed mm-hmm. as women run around in thongs and yes. pasties and bring little children to it, why don't you just go down to say like Nevada or something? I wish our state, our mayors, our city councils had a morsel of integrity and would do the same thing as Tennessee. Thirty years ago, when we moved to St. George. Mm-hmm. There was a store in Mesquite that sold pornography. Yes. And people from St. George would go down and yep. protest that store. Yeah, they take shifts. Can you see that happening today? No. 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 No, because you're mean. You're a meanie. Yeah. You're a hater. Yeah. You hate all people and children if you don't allow them to be front row and center at a drag performance with grown fat men in pasties. <laughs> <laughs> lovely mm-hmm. lovely you know what though it's funny because the guardian focused on tennessee on uh this governor from a 1977 um picture from his yearbook talking about the fact that he was in drag well drag meant something kind of different back then we weren't bringing our kids to the high school to see him in drag no. and he was a kid and he wasn't a grown man and sometimes they would dress as women to be funny as we've done through the ages it's been funny shakespeare did it everyone has done it and you know through the ages it's not been, but now it's it's a teaching toddlers to question who they are sort of mentality a little different yes and uh that's something that's not okay what they've turned it into and the fact that they want it to be family friendly so tennessee is saying it's not family friendly entertainment 
And of course, the guard, all the Guardian could say was, they're taking us back into the Dark Ages. Mm. If that's what the Dark Ages is, I welcome, welcome it. I welcome yeah. it. I wish Utah would. But we have, we have a uh, person in the governorship, the bald Gavin Newsom, that needs to come out of his liberal closet and tell people that he's all in favor of these things instead of hiding it still. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Stop hiding it already. Um, Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. Okay. Um, going once, going twice. Anyways, it's a three or four today. Like I know, I know. Somebody's messing. With. Anyway, I, I I just had to say something because you see other states lead out in freedom. You see, think Florida do some things. Yeah. You see, you know. But what do we do here in Utah? We welcome the NSA. We have the biggest data center in Bluffdale. We never ever calculate their water usage. Just the farmers. We um, love our drag shows, apparently, and want to keep them going. Right, Danielle Larkin Mm -hmm. and Jimmy Hughes and everybody that's afraid they won't get reelected unless they love a drag show and sit front row and center and bring children. Michelle Randall, um, talking to you, too. Um, All these people that really love these drag shows, there's something very, very wrong with that when you think it's for the family. When was a drag show ever for the family? They used to go on in Vegas. Over 21 what in the world are people thinking? And it would just be nice. And, and I thank Michelle Tanner for always speaking up and in behalf of the children, which the other city council members, Danielle and Jimmy and Greggy MacArthur and, uh, and Natalie, bowl of oatmeal, Natalie, and none of them will ever address it. None mm-hmm. of them will ever say that they're not protecting the kids, but Michelle Tanner is she's on the city council. She's protecting kids. She's worried about your children. Why aren't they? Danielle Larkin will never care about your children. She wants them at the drag show so that she can pat herself on the back and say, I'm a really, really woke city council member. Love me because I'm all about feelings. You know, you can feel like a woman, but you're not a woman. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about Danielle. I'm talking about these drag show people. You can feel like a woman. You can say, I feel like a woman. But the minute you say you are a woman... Well, expect pushback, expect comments, and expect the truth to be hurled at you. Okay? And it's not about hurting your feelings. It's about the fact that if you want to say a statement like that, you're going to get a lot of comments in the comment section from the populace. Absolutely. I would still hope people would, you know. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. from the Great Socialist Valley up north. Hey. Um, yeah, uh, we have... Haven't had, I hate to say this, but um, our most conservative governor that we've had in my lifetime or in my adult lifetime has been uh, Scott Matheson. Mm. And, uh, you know, he was a Democrat. And then we got um, Bangader, um, who was a Republican, but very liberal Republican. Right. And then we got uh, Marriott. Yes, yes. No, not, not Marriott. Um, Huntsman. Uh, we got Huntsman. We got... Uh, well, Huntsman, before Huntsman, I uh, was um, Mike Levitt. Oh, Mike, now, Mike Levitt, Levitt, what a treat. nothing but a Democrat yes. who switched to become a Republican so that he could be elected governor. Oh, he's awful. He's um, the one that switched up the numbers yeah, on those smallpox. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, um, as LDS people here in Utah, we should be the freest state in the country. Uh, we do have the Book of Mormon. It tells us all about what's going on, and people seem to be oblivious of it. 
Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're told that, uh, you know, um, some will say that all is well in Zion while we're carefully uh, led down to hell. <laughs> and that is what is happening. Our state is uh, in some serious trouble. I know a lot of people want to put their heads in the sand and they want to just try to pick out the two nice things that are going on in Utah. And the problem is, is that we're getting stabbed in the back continuously. Look at the food bill or the food. Your food information is shared. Your grocery shopping lists are shared with the feds. Look at all the things they're doing, building a 15 minute city up where the prison was, yeah. you know, doing all of these well, things. And uh, and what is our governor doing? Meeting with the administration constantly, constantly. Uh, Why is he not just here in our state? But but yeah. he finds his role to be so national and he wants to be on the national stage. He's very full of himself. It's really hard to watch. It really is. I'm with you. It's yeah. very hard. Well, the 15 minute city is nothing but a prison for the voluntary. Yeah. You know, yeah. those who volunteer to be there. Yeah, and it's it's caged freedom is what it is. It's uh, it's caged uh -huh. freedom. You think you're free, but you're still inside the cage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, thanks for Thank you. Letting yep. me share. Love it. Thank you. Okay, bye. You know, to, to follow his mm -hmm. train of thought a little bit. I think one of the greatest things that's happened in the last three years is that the people who truly have faith became very obvious. And the people who really maybe didn't have so much faith... That love to be told what to do? ...became more obvious. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually have a better idea of who we can ally with. Yes, today I agree. Hey, we did. it's kind of a gift, really. Yes. I mean, it yes. is kind of a gift if you look at it that way. Let's yes. point out the one good thing, and that would be it's a gift. Yes. I am going to talk a little bit about the Mormon Tabernacle Choir tomorrow on tomorrow's show. I want to talk about how they were used for something. I really love the choir. I really do. It gives me, gives me chills when I listen to them. What fantastic voices they have. But they were used for something, and I'll talk about that on tomorrow's show, on the Wednesday show. But let's take a uh, quick caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. Hey, Kate. This Hi. is Harold. Hi. Hi, Harold. Go right ahead. Yeah. Um, it's not just Utah, right? Right. All it's over. the whole nation. Yes. It's going on everywhere. Right. And uh, people people don't realizing that they are, that they are that they are caged like chickens. Yes. Just, uh, you know, yes. having a little bit more room. Yes. Until until they got forbidden to leave their house. Yeah. When when it comes to the point where all their electronic gimmicks are used against them, when their cell phone suddenly tells them, "Hey, your heater is off today because you said something we don't like," mm. or when they sit in their electric car and the car is not driving because they were in disagreement with something, but the power's not to be said. Yes. Only then they will realize that they are actually all together, nothing else but slaves. I so agree with and you. Just, just on a side note, uh, mm -hmm. the second edition for my book is out. Freedom's Nightmare. So, um, yeah. Freedom's Nightmare. I, I hey, would you do me a favor, Harold? And we published it, and... Um, 
Maybe we can do a new show uh, together when you want. Well, I was just going to ask you to call in to the first segment of this of the national show in about uh, in about ten minutes. Call in, and I want you to explain how you broke free the churches. The yeah. I want you to explain that again for all of our new listeners. We just hit nineteen million um, on SoundCloud. So this last year and a half, we've had just so many more uh, people listening. Can you please give me a call here at the studio? Uh, same number t- in ten minutes. Because because I want people to hear this story from you, and you can tell people how to get Freedom's Nightmare. In fact, um, tell them right now how to get your second edition, by the way. Yeah, it's, it should be available on Amazon. The, uh, the uh, electronic version is, is available already. The uh, printer is shipping out the books to bookstores all over the nation. Um, Congratulations. And you name it, they should have it within the week. Uh, also, in, on Amazon, you can order it there if you want. Or people can just shoot me an email at hzieger at protonmail.com okay. with a request for a for a, a signed book. And I will tell them how to pay, and then I will sign it and ship it to them. Oh, that's so. excellent. Uh, Harold, thank you so much. We'll hear from you in 10 minutes. You can explain that again to people. Sure. I want people to get that book, Freedom's yes. Nightmare. This is all about East Germany and where Harold lived, where he was from. Thank you. I'll, sure. I'll expect your call. 10 minutes. Thank you. Um, Harold's great. I'm so glad he's listening in. Yeah. I think he's listening in from Ohio. Ohio, right? Uh, you know, I don't um, remember. One of those states. <laughs> one of those states. Anyway. But what a story he has. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's good. And uh, it's really good. Not only that, but we see it not only with Harold, but with many, many other Mm -hmm. immigrants who Mm -hmm. came here to escape tyranny. Yep. Legitimately came here. To see it happen here. Yeah. And then they see it happening here, Mm -hmm. and they're scared because they no longer have a place to escape to. Right. Before... They had that vision of the United States. I can escape yeah. to the United States. Nope. No more. You know, the, the one good thing, it's hard to pick out good things because of the state we're in. And I know Harold recognizes the state that we're in because he lived in full tyranny. And that's my point. They still have to do false flags. Yep. They still have to do deep fakes. We'll talk about that in, in the national show today. Deep fakes. They still have to carry all those things out because they still don't completely have us yet. So the good news is, is, is that there's a fight that's still there, and we can still fight it. You can still fight it. It's going to take the populace. Yeah. The barbed wire's up, but yeah. they haven't <laughs> locked the gate yet. <laughs> they haven't put the padlock on. <laughs> I know we laugh about it, because we, we just have to, yeah. to try to get through this. But look, that is the good news. Otherwise, they wouldn't have to carry out false flags. They would just steamroll over you. Ask Harold. He's about to tell you how they did that. And I'm glad Harold's calling in because his lesson is very poignant in what they did when they were under full tyranny, what they actually did, what actually worked to to end East Germany at the time. This is such a fascinating story because it gives you a lot of ammo on what you can do today. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show, so don't go anywhere. 